And number two, unlike porn, I don't get guilty or feel guilt when I pay for OnlyFans. Testing, testing, one, two, well, hello, 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 my wonderful folk queens and folk kings, my name is Jonathan Garano, and welcome to another episode of Spill the Fuh. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm really happy right now, I'm so excited because I made, okay, you know how we're trying to figure out a way to, like, be consistent on this podcast and slowly, like, level up so that way we can go from this wonderful garage slash bedroom that I live in doing this podcast all the way to a studio? Well, I made a massive purchase right now, okay? We're talking $28 to $28 podcasting headphones. What does that mean? That means when I plug plug these headphones, it's specially built, specially made that it's these headphones that plug in straight into a mixer. And so that way, when I put on the headphones, I can hear uh, the, 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 the guest that is with me in the same room and myself and my own freaking voice. All right? <laughs> I'm so happy right now. And the reason being is because now that I'm, now I'm talking, I don't hear anything outside of my voice. I can't hear the construction workers that go outside. I don't hear the dog bark. I don't hear my my landlord doing his thing with his many different girlfriends as he goes on dates. You know what's so fascinating, by the way, about this man is that he's in his late 50s and he has about, man, like three, four girlfriends on rotation. All right, and they're all like they're all in their fifties, they're all in their sixties, and they're just grooving and they're making shit happen. They're going on road trips together. They cook together. They do. Um, they're very loud at late at night, if you know what I mean. Not only does he do a little tank, like okay, this is his move. It's like a very solid move. I'll tell you the move. They arrive. He opens the door uh, because I live in the garage. Sometimes I'm outside a little bit, and they're like, "Hey, Jonathan." And I have to remember the names. I forget all the all of the names. There's only one person I know. Her name is Frances. Absolutely fucking love her. She's my favorite one. But I'm always calm. I'm always, you know, I'm a good wingman. I'm a good wingman. I go, hey, hey, Frances, how's it going? How are you? Oh, you look wonderful tonight. Love your smile. Um, oh, aren't you aren't you guys really cute together? Mr. Pfeiffer and Frances, you guys look you guys look so cute together. And they laugh and they laugh and then they go upstairs. And uh, they cook, and then he puts on some tango music, really loud blares. Now remember, I live on the I live in the garage, and he lives upstairs, so I can hear the music, you know, go through the 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 walls, and I, I'm that's why I wear hair, that's why I wear earplugs, and he plays the tango music. They're laughing, they're dancing at the age of like 50, 60 years old, you know, they're dancing. He's twirling twirling them around. He's he, uh, he cooks, uh, yeah, I've had their leftovers, so he cooks like salmon and really good vegetable soup. Re- fucking delicious, okay? This this guy's on point. So they enter, they meet me, I say a few wonderful words, like they're cute. They go upstairs, they eat dinner, some salmon, some uh, broccoli, we're talking some zucchini. Delicious. Fucking del- These are These are moves. He does some tango music, and then afterwards... 
the magic happens inside the bedroom or on the couch or whatever because I could just hear the screams all the time. And you might be thinking to yourself, wait a second, Jonathan, is this weird? Is this weird hearing people scream, enjoying the pleasures of life? Well, you know what? During during this pandemic, I can get whatever I want. I can get what I I if he's what I'm what I'm trying to say is I am so happy. I'm rooting for him, okay? It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't eke me out. I don't go no 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 no. When people make love, when people do intimate things, when people hold hands, oh my god. Oh my god, how cute is that? Oh my god, it's just so fucking cute to go uh, let's say you're walking. Let's say you're, I'm driving in the car, and I see this old couple, and they're 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 just holding hands. It's the most beautiful. I love love. I've what I'm trying to say is I fucking love love. I love love. I love love. Period. And so when I hear you know the tango music, when I hear the screams, yes, it keeps me up at night. And that part is fucking annoying, but it doesn't creep me out. When I hear those noises, it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't get creeped out. I get annoyed because it's so fucking loud and I want to go to sleep at 2am in the morning. However, it doesn't creep me out. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense or not. Speaking of love, I, I wish um, my whole goal one day, I hope, Jesus Christ, hopefully I can fall in love with someone who falls in love with me. I'm doing something kind of special right now. Uh, and that is two things. Number one, um, I don't know if you're into OnlyFans, but um, I wanted to get into OnlyFans so much. You know, I was, I'm in marketing and I love marketing and I don't know what the fuck happened, but I went on this goddamn rabbit hole of wanting to start an OnlyFans account as a male. And I thought to myself, why not create an OnlyFans that is specifically geared towards feet, right? So I texted my my marketing group and I was like, hey guys, what do you think if I create an OnlyFans just for feet? And I called it Fruit by the Feet. Um, <laughs> Fruit by the Feet. <laughs> oh, I love myself. Anyway, um, and everyone agreed. And I started, you know, because I'm fucking an OCD crazy individual. I spent an entire week looking how to you know, grow an OnlyFans account, how to uh, bundle videos together, how to maximize profit, what type of subscription um, uh, would make uh, 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 sense when it comes to everything, how I would structure kind of uh, the, the, the business model of the OnlyFans account. And it was through that that I don't know what the fuck happened, but I myself started started getting addicted to OnlyFans. I'm a big fan of like I don't I'm really attracted to people that make really good ads, people who have amazing marketing strategies. Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't I, I don't know about you, but that, that fucking thing turns me the fuck on. Every time I see a really great landing page or a really good landing page video, I'm like hold everyone shut the fuck up. Let's save this ad. Let's analyze it. Let's watch it. Take out a piece of paper. Write it down. Oh, like, I, will you marry me? That's that's the type of joy that I get 
over a wonderful marketing strategy. I see that, my heart goes ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. And so, um, where was I? I got addicted to OnlyFans. I purchased, not gonna lie, like two or three subscriptions, okay? <laughs> and then every time I saw a message, I was like, damn, this girl's so fucking smart. So smart. Okay, so this is one one amazing woman. If you're trying to get an OnlyFans, this is the pinnacle. This is how I end up spending, I think, like $100 in just one fucking day, okay? Or in two days. The subscription is like $13.99, which is basically OnlyFans after their, after their cut. they get t- You get $10 per month. So, boom, $13.99, I purchased it. And there was another one for $19.97. Purchase it, boom, done. Why did I purchase it, you ask? Well, number one, each individual had their own little Instagram, okay? So they're already popular. And on their Instagram, you know, they have really good photos of themselves, you know, all clothes or, or a little skimpy here and there. And their captions, their captions are like, hey, you want to see more? You want to have a one-on-one relationship with me? You should check out my OnlyFans. And there's something so special about saying, do you want to have a one-on-one relationship with me? Or talk to me on OnlyFans. Or see the exclusive content of myself only on OnlyFans. And what's so beautiful, like with everything else, like with everything else with content, the more you can allow the consumer to consume your content, right? The higher likelihood that you will grow. For example, if I'm more fucking consistent on this goddamn motherfucking podcast and I promote it more and I'm more diligent in making sure that the highlights are posted on the YouTube and the highlights are posted on the uh, the Instagram and the TikTok, then there is a higher likelihood that more people will be listening to this podcast. It's just what it is. And so on OnlyFans, the same fucking thing. So they have this free, okay, so this is the top of funnel. Think about it. Boom, on the very top, you have the Instagram or the YouTube. And that is the funnel that is kind of like the ad, the free organic landing page that says, hey, listen, I'm a beautiful, charismatic woman. Please check out my OnlyFans because you want more. I know you want more, okay? I know you want to see more of me. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I go to the OnlyFans, and I see that this woman has like over 200 posts on her feet alone. Okay. This means that when I purchase the subscription, because of the fact that bing bada boom, she's an active poster, I'm going to see a lot of content when I subscribe. Okay, perfect. Boom, I buy the subscription, $19.97. And I, I the, at full access, bing bada boom, I see pictures on pictures on pictures, comments on comments and comments. And I have to make sure I'm like, okay, so fucking genius, all right? No nudity. No nudity for the for the subscription model. The subscription $19.97 just allows you to be on the feed where she posts a picture and then she has a massive fucking like blog post. Every single post that she has is 
um, implied nudes. That's number one. Or or a blog post about like her day. And so you, as the consumer, as the audience member, as the subscriber to her OnlyFans account, you feel like you're getting to know her. You are humanizing her. She's allowing you to humanize the shit out of her on her OnlyFans account. It's fucking genius. And so now I'm committed. I'm like, oh my God, what? I, by posting consistently on OnlyFans, it makes you come back to her account often. And that's kind of what you want to do. You want to create this like habit, this habit for the consumer to always think, oh my gosh, what's up with my creator? And you want them to be consistently going back to your channel just to see if you posted another post. Well, that's what this girl does on OnlyFans. I think she posts something on her OnlyFans account like every single day, at least an implied photo of a nude or a blog post. So I'm trained as the consumer to go, hey, how's she doing? I got to check her OnlyFans account. I got to check her feed. I got to check to see what her announcements are. So there it is. I'm in. And then on top of that, this is this is where the genius part comes in. So on OnlyFans, not only on OnlyFans, you pay a subscription to get the feed. But then what they do is they send you these people that you pay for the subscription, they send you DMs, direct messages. And these direct messages are bonus video content that you can purchase to get even more exclusive content. Okay, this is why it's genius. Because on the feed, you're beginning to humanize the OnlyFan account. The woman on you be you, yeah. On the feed, you begin to humanize the girl who owns the OnlyFan account. So it is through that sort of you humanizing her creates that investment, that that relationship, that one-on-one, the 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 I care about you type of vibe, right? It's no longer a transaction. It feels like, oh my God, this this could be I feel as if I know this woman. I want to support her. You know? Like I am not only a fan of her. But I'm also like uh, a super fan of her. That's that's how it goes. Like it's it, that's how, it's structured so well. Then in the DMs, the DMs, even though you know that she's sending it out to all her like five thousand subscribers, it feels so fucking personal. It, it kind of reminds me. The DMs kind of remind me of like an email list. That's why I believe. That if you're marketing or if you're getting out there and you um, have content online and you want to build uh, an audience, you should always have some sort of email list or at least some sort of way to communicate to your consumers or your audience or your fans in a way that seems like it's a one-on-one interaction. That's why any time that y'all you know DM me on my Instagram and do good Jonathan, I'll say what's up because I want you. To, to feel as if I'm your friend. And in doing so, and in doing so, you become a super fan. And in doing so, you end up supporting me when I fucking sell a goddamn t-shirt or I want to do more of my art. Well, the same thing that goes for OnlyFans. Okay? 
It's fucking genius. You subscribe. Then after you subscribe, you begin to humanize her. But she doesn't give a lot away on the feed. Only blog posts and implied nudes. Then in the DMs with the bonus content. And because DMs seems like a one-on-one interaction. She's like, hey. And then daddy. I don't know. They always say the word fucking daddy. It's that, that to me... If I I don't I don't know about you but I don't really like when someone calls me daddy. I don't I don't know about that. I mean maybe when I'm watching these OnlyFans accounts, okay, I get it. You know, you can't say, you know, my name like oh Jonathan, even though that's my favorite thing to hear when I'm having some sort of, you know, passionate lovemaking um uh when I'm ever whenever I'm having um intercourse, you know, with a woman. I Hope to God that she says my name instead of the word daddy. Because to me, daddy is like one of those like universal names that she could be thinking about anybody. But when she says my name, Jonathan, oh my God, she's just thinking about me. Hopefully. I hope to God. I hope. Maybe she's thinking about a different Jonathan. Maybe I want her to go, hey, oh my God, I love you, Jonathan Garano. Oh my God, that hits right, Jonathan Garano. Who knows? Who knows? But right now, currently, I like it when they say my name. Um, But they say daddy on the OnlyFans. So anyway, so hey, daddy. So it seems like it's a one-on-one interaction. Oh my God, imagine if there's a fucking macro that she's able to do and she actually is able to say, your name like so instead of saying hey daddy i made something special for you it's hey jonathan i made something special for you oh my god anyway so the dms is kind of like an email list and what she ends up doing is she sends out a bonus video of her doing something and what's different from that video to her feed is that the dm video is where she is nude she's showing some sort of body part that shows her entire body. So, no, not an entire body. In this case, uh, she shows like the upper half. And I think it costs a lot more just to see like the waist down. Who knows? Who knows what it is? But it's a, it's a video. And then the paragraph of the description of what the video presents of what of what you'll be watching if you purchase the video is phenomenal like the story about what she does she says hey daddy in this video you're going to see me get super wet as i make you super hard as I do X and Y and Z and there's fucking emojis and descriptions and the water emoji and the heart emoji and the the eggplant emoji and throbbing and you're reading this remember I love ad copy okay that turns me on that means if the words are structured in such a way I mean I'm a poet if the words are structured in such a way that flow with ease that have some sort of rhythm and a beat to it oh my god i'm so into it so you take that but you add it into this you know sexual sexual way i look at it and i think to myself oh my god she's good she's just for that just for that 
just for that, I'm going to pay $30 just to see that video. So fucking smart. So not only did I pay $19.97 for her feed, I end up purchasing like two $30 DMs of these other exclusive videos of her. So fucking smart. So fucking smart. It's fu- she got me. She got me. And the video... And the video is fucking amazing too. <laughs> There's this new thing that I... Like, oh my God. As soon as I watch that, I, I'm not going to lie. I I don't... Okay. Here's the difference. They're like Everyone's like, dude, you know, porn porn is free. Just watch porn instead of like paying for OnlyFans. You're such a fucking simp for paying for OnlyFans. I don't know about you, but I'm paying OnlyFans for the fucking experience of it. That's number one. And number two, unlike porn, I don't get guilty or feel guilt when I pay for OnlyFans. And the reason being is because... With porn, I feel like I'm pirating it. That's number one. Number two, did you know that there's like an influx, an increase? Like I feel like going on the porn sites, I'm in a way helping sex traffickers. I don't know why. There's like a massive study, some sort of out there that with porn, it somehow is like a gateway to sex trafficking because a lot of the 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 videos that are on Pornhub are are women that are forced to do the porn. That's number one. Number two, um, they're 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 stripped, as in they're um, illegally taken, and that means that the women that are in those videos are not fully getting compensated for what they are owed based on what you are seeing. You're illegally, you're taking money away from their pockets. But on the OnlyFans account, I am paying for it. I know for sure that this transaction is going through and hopefully she owns the account straight up. And so she's getting 100% or at least majority of the percentage of the money that I'm paying to see her content, if that makes sense. Basically, what I'm saying is I don't feel that much guilt paying for an OnlyFans video, and the experience is fucking amazing compared to watching porn. Like, watching porn, I feel bad for the woman. I'm I'm looking at what's happening to her. I can see it in her eyes, and in a weird, strange way, I'm just thinking to myself, poor thing. Poor fucking thing. You know? She doesn't want to do this. She's either doing it for the drugs or for the money, but you could see in her eyes that she's just not... Like, you could just tell. Like, the like we have this instinct as human beings, this gut feeling, when we know that someone's just acting and not really into anything. But when it comes to this OnlyFans account, it seems like she's in, she's actually enjoying herself and the reason being is because she has full autonomy and empowerment over not only her body, but her account. She determines 
what she wants to do. She determines what she wants to give out. She's doing it for the love of her fans, okay, that support her, right? And that is why I, <laughs> that is why, you know, I'm a big fan of OnlyFans. I mean, and also to accrue that fucking fan base. Oh my god, that funnel is fucking amazing. But you know, I deleted my OnlyFans account. I, I realized, I realized after doing like a week of research and realizing how I can make a lot of money out of it, I said to myself, "Wait a second. Even though I can make a lot of money out of this, and even though I definitely want to try this." Um, I'm kind of being unproductive with all my other work. I think I spent, uh, like about 20 to 25 hours on OnlyFans last week, just researching kind of number one, how to make a lot of money, the marketing strategies behind it, and also reviewing a lot of different accounts that I think are just revolutionizing marketing in general. And I think it comes down to this. Like I'm thinking about marketing in such a way that I'm thinking about this. This is what I've learned and this is what I'm learning is that marketing or anything comes from one specific thing and that is how you tell a story. And if you could tell a really fucking amazing story, you can sell anything. There is I think there's like this there's this uh TED Talk or whatever where this guy he bought over 200 different items um, on eBay for about like $200. So each item was about a dollar. And then what he did was he decided to resell these items with better photos. That's number one. And also providing each item with the story. And in doing so, he was able to sell those 200 items that he bought for $200 for a total of over $8,000. Think about that for a, for a second. Think about that for a second, okay? He was able to, again, take 200 items that he bought for $200, and because he was able and willing to tell an amazing story with the items, he was able to sell the total package with those 200 items for a profit of over $8,000. And so... I think what a valuable lesson that OnlyFans has taught me or to reinforce the lesson is that it doesn't really matter what you're selling. If you can tell a story that the item or the thing that you're giving away to your consumer has a perception of value, all right, the consumer will subscribe will purchase, will buy, will support. All you have to do is think to yourself, how can I tell a great story? And a lot of these individuals on OnlyFans are telling great stories, and that is why I'm a fucking subscriber to some of, the, to some of them. It's because they fucking tell great stories. I mean... That DM, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to like read the DM, you know, entirely to you because I deleted my account and so I have to like re-sign up and resubscribe and then buy it again. But my God, it was a well-crafted fucking paragraph. Hey daddy, 
I want to let you know that in this video, I am super wet. And I want you to imagine that you're going to be seeing me do this and this as I do this to get you that and this so therefore you can release this. Like, I'm reading it and I'm thinking to myself, holy fucking shit, I'm excited. People think that it's easy. People think it's easy to grow an OnlyFans account. People think, oh my God, I turn on an OnlyFans account, a bing bada boom, I make money. Maybe, but you can triple, quadruple your your revenue on OnlyFans if you just do a few things. Number one, all right? Make sure that you're always consistently posting on your feed. So therefore, people always go back to your account and they're always wondering what you're up to next. Number two, don't give everything away on the feed. Do implied nudes. Do a lot of teasers. Tell people what's coming up. Do announcements. Don't forget to reply to your comments and to your likes. So therefore, there's like this engagement that's going on. Number three, DM. Those fucking DMs is where you're going to make a lot of money. It seems like a private DM, but it's not. Send out a video and make it very personal as if you're just talking to one other individual. Tell them what they're going to get. Have a nice flowing paragraph and then submit that video. And these videos that this fucking, that I paid two $30 videos that I paid for. So I paid 60 bucks for these videos. These videos are like less than two minutes long. They're very short, but the story was so good that I could not help myself. And I said to myself, wow, this video right here, it has the perception of value for myself. Period, period, period. It's just, oh my God. Okay, I know I went on an entire tangent talking about OnlyFans for a second, but I'm, I'm letting you guys know that it's phenomenal. Okay, so another thing that... Oh my God, you know, another thing that I definitely want to talk about right now is um, how do we get how do we get here? I mean, this is kind of fun because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get back into the whole podcasting game. And as you know, I've been very inconsistent. So I kind of put like a little goals. This is this is the thing that I've been realizing right now. So in July of 2020, my sister Mackenzie Garana, who I absolutely love, I fucking love her. She's fantastic. She came to me and she said, Jonathan, you're into marketing. I really need help because I want to grow a podcast. And I'm like, which podcast? And she's like, well, I'm creating my own podcast. And I'm like, oh my God, that's perfect. Because Mackenzie, you're fucking phenomenal. Like any of my six younger siblings, they're fucking, one of them worked on the doc in high school, worked on a documentary for two years and it's submitted to Sundance and it's making its fucking rounds. My other brother in his twenties, okay, founded a charter school, and then became principal of a charter school, okay? So when my sister comes to me, Mackenzie, and goes, I want to start a podcast, I already know she's going to be big. She's charismatic. She's funny. She's friendly. It's very intriguing. She's entertaining. And I said, okay, let's do it. So we sat down. You know, we had meetings in July. We had meetings in August. We had meetings like a couple weeks ago. And I said, Mackenzie, what up, dude? You posted a few podcasts. Why haven't you published your first podcast yet? And she goes, I don't know. I'm just, I just haven't. And so this is what I said. I said, listen, let's put a deadline. Let's put a deadline that on October 1st, 2020, 
that you, all right, October 1st, 2020, you publish your first podcast. And if you don't, you have to donate to the Trump campaign. I repeat, if you don't publish your podcast, if you don't do what you want to do, if you don't pursue the goals that you have in your head, then you have to, I repeat, donate to the Trump campaign because he's running for president. Now, he's, she's not a Trump supporter. So what that does is, is it instills like this fear because, you know, I'm going to do the same thing too. If I'm not publishing consistently on this podcast twice a week, Monday and Thursday, I mean, of course, today is on the Tuesday, September 22nd. So this, this episode will be published September 23rd which is Wednesday, but listen, listen carefully. And this is what I was thinking while I was in the shower, okay? And this is like, it's something that's like coming over in my head right now, but think about it this way. When you have like a nine to five job, when you have these deadlines, all right, that you set for, that these other individuals have given on to you, and if you don't get that done, period, you get fired. Or your boss says they're fucking disappointed in you. Or your manager has a fucking conversation with you, right? There is this there is this fear of losing everything. However, when it comes to your own self-goals, when it comes to your own hobbies that you want to be a, a, a success at, many times we don't get it done. Many times we don't accomplish it. And I think many people say it's because it's the fear of success. Yes, that is true. But also because in reality, you're not really losing anything if you don't get it done. The only thing that happens is that if you do it, you gain something. You gain, you can gain fame and recognition. You can uh, gain a new contact. You, you basically, usually when you try to pursue you know, a new goal or you try to pursue your dreams, no matter if you accomplish it or not, there's always some sort of positive gain. So there's only gain that you can obtain from doing what you want to get done, which is your own dreams and aspirations, you know, your own self-fulfilling, you know, uh, what am I fucking trying to say here? Basically, when you go after what you fucking want, all right, there is actually really no goal. There's there's no fear. There's absolutely no fear of you losing anything. There's only for uh, I'm fucking mumbling, okay? I took my goddamn motherfucking pill. I'm all over the place. But basically what I'm saying is when you go after what you want, you're only there's uh, I can't talk. When you go after what you want, you're only gaining positivity back. Period period. So there's acts. What am I trying to say? Fuck. God damn it. I, this is, this is the beauty of this podcast is like when my pill is kicking in and I'm mumbling and I'm stumbling and I'm having a hard time speaking, I've been having a hard time speaking this entire fucking time trying to put thoughts together because I haven't taken my pill in a, in a goddamn motherfucking long time. God damn it. It's so weird being a manic depressant and PTSD all over the fucking place with this goddamn motherfucking pill. What I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, my beautiful people, my wonderful folk queens and folk kings is basically when you go after what you want, there's only some sort of like positive gain. When you're consistent with your work and you're pursuing something greater than your fucking self, but for you, 
you're more likely to gain some sort of positivity back, period. It may be fame and recognition. It may be um, a new skill. It may be a new network. It may be a new friend. Basically, going after something that you want specifically, there is absolutely no downside. There's none, period. Okay? There's only upside because you're always learning something if it like here's an example here's an example people might go oh my god if i go to that if i go to that attractive person that i want to hit on oh my god if she rejects me that's like that's like yeah she rejects you okay but is that is that really big of a of a fucking consequence there's no consequence there those there's no consequence whatsoever she says no and then it's a learning experience about how do I make sure that the next time I do this, I'm not as awkward as before? Or you do it, and guess what? It does fucking work, and pretty soon you're in a relationship or you're on a date with this wonderful, attractive human being that you decided to go and say hello to. There's only a fucking upside. You want to start podcasting, and you want to have your own podcast show. If you don't do it, you're losing nothing. If you don't do it, you're not losing time. If you don't do it, you just go about your day. But if you do it, yes, you might get bad reviews at first. Yes, you might not have any listeners at first. But if you're consistent and you're working at it day by day, the upside is, okay, I'm learning how to talk a little bit better. Um, I'm learning how to use Audacity or Adobe Premiere or some sort of, you know, editing audio software. Maybe you're talking and you're able to obtain some sort of person out there who's listening to you who goes, oh my gosh, this person's really cool. I'm going to reach out to them and say hello. You know, there's only a fucking upside. And so back to the whole Mackenzie thing, I said to myself, okay, Wait a second, Mackenzie, you haven't published a podcast yet. And she's like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. Yeah, you're afraid. That makes a lot of sense. But there's no fucking punishment for you not getting it done. And so I said, hey, this is what, this is, this is, this is the way to do it. If you don't publish your first podcast by October 1st, 2020, then you have to donate to the President Trump reelection campaign. I repeat, Mackenzie Garano and myself and many of us in my family, we're fucking liberals, all right? We're voting for Joe Biden fucking for president. So we just, and what I'm trying to say is we despise Donald Trump, okay? So the punishment and the consequence, if you don't publish your first podcast by October 1st, 2020, Guess what? You have to fucking donate to the Trump campaign. And I think that's kind of like key when it comes to anything when you want to get something done. Is there has to be some sort of fear of punishment, fear of consequence. And I think it is through this fear that we're able to get things done. I think the reason why my mother, who's a single mom, who went back to school in her 50s, 
who worked her fucking ass off to make sure that she became a pharmacist again to make sure that all her six younger, so all her seven fucking kids were able to go to college, survive, make a living, all of that great stuff. It's because she had the fear that if she was unable to take care of her kids, that her kids would starve. It's this fear that something bad will happen because you did not take action to get it done is what makes people do great things. Yeah. Yeah. Because in reality, unless you're a fucking sociopath, a lot of people don't like disappointing others. A lot of people don't want to be the reason why others suffer. Like when I got COVID, right? And I tested positive for COVID. My fucking biggest fear was if I gave COVID to one of my friends or family members. I didn't care if I fu- like I got it, yes. And I laid in bed and I was fucking sick and I didn't give a fuck. All right? But if I gave COVID to someone else and they fucking died, you know how much guilt I would have? You know how much sadness? No one really That's why when your mother or someone that you respect highly goes I'm disappointed in you. Holy fucking shit. You feel like you've just. You feel worthless. You feel worthless. You know. You don't want to be. You don't want to be the reason. Why you. You don't want to be the reason why you're destroying someone else's life. Especially if you like them. And so by instilling a consequence and this punishment to Mackenzie Garano saying, hey, listen, if you don't if you don't publish your first podcast by October 1st, 2020, you got to donate to the Trump campaign. That instills fear, fear of punishment, fear of consequence. Man, that's a really good lesson. That's a fucking great lesson, I'm telling you. Um, yeah. So I, I think I'm gonna do it the same way for this as well. Is because I, I I've been like reflecting. I've been I've been trying my fucking hardest to you know start getting back into YouTube, get back into podcasting, and I I've been having a lot. I've been I've been mentally I've had I've had issues. Like right now, I've I've I haven't taken my medication in a long time. I took my medication again, and I'm all over the place in my fucking brain, and I can't think, and I think that I'm not growing as an individual, and I've been staying in my bed, just lounging around, doing absolutely nothing. But, and then I would hire, I would hire, I'm hiring people to help me, like, get motivated, and hiring people to, to somehow grow this podcast, and hiring people to help me grow my YouTube, but I'm realizing something, is that if these people that I'm hiring have absolutely no fear that they will be punished by me if they don't perform, then they won't respect me enough to get things done. And that's what's been happening. Is that, oh my God, okay. 
Fear equals respect. Fear is so fucking valuable. Oh my god. Uh, what am I trying to say here? You know, we're just we're just getting back into it. Like I said, I don't fucking care. I don't care if this podcast episode is the greatest of all time or if it isn't. We're getting we're getting back into it. We're getting back into it slowly and I'm excited for it and I'm so excited for it. And what I'm saying here is listen. You know, we're we're going to get better at this. We are. My wonderful folk queens and folk kings. I swear to god. I'm going to be working my ass off from this day forward. And if I don't, if I'm not consistent on my YouTube and if I'm not publishing consistently on this wonderful podcast, which I love so much and I love you so much for listening. Like you have no idea how lucky and fortunate I am that you exist. Then I'm going to donate to the Trump campaign. That's right. So twice a week. This week, you know, Wednesday and Friday. But then starting next week, it'll be Monday and Thursday. Ah, this feels good. This is a good, this is a good practice run. I'm excited. Uh, Thanks for listening. And uh, with that said, you know, this is, this is the podcast. The podcast is this. It's just my mind wandering in different ways, trying to figure out, trying to figure out what comes to mind. And then from there, we just, we just let things flow. So uh, this is Spill the Fa. Uh, could you do me a favor if you're listening to, to go on Apple Podcasts and review this podcast because it, it fucking helps. You can go on the highlights at Spill the Fa on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, with that said, I'm your host, Jonathan Gron. You can find me on Do Good Jonathan. And you have a wonderful, uh, beautiful day. And I promise you, this is uh, this is this will only get better. I can feel it. We're getting there. Come on, pill. Fucking pick up.